Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Welcome. This is Real News Live. It's Tell the Truth Wednesday on Real News Live. I'm your host, Mike Barra in Seattle, Washington. That super pixelated lady over there is Casey Jones in San Diego, California. I don't know why you're so pixely. Maybe we'll have you uh, restart at some point. And that gentleman down there is TV's Blake Wally somewhere east of California. Blake, how are you today? Blake, how are you today? Blake. (laughs) okay we just lost casey blake you there there's casey hi uh casey can you hear me uh yeah i can hear you because blake doesn't seem to be able to hear me but uh, anyway casey how are you doing i'm doing good hopefully i'm not too pixelated anymore no you're you're you are unpixelated now you're looking fine as always there we go Uh oh yeah there you go that's better you're good. That's, all right, we'll put the chat overlay back up. Okay, guys, welcome to I Real am, News Live. I can hear you. I can hear you now. Can you hear me, Blake? Ground control to Major Tom. Oh, are yeah. you there? <laughs> Blake's frozen. Blake, are you caught up? Nothing but technical issues this morning. What is Nothing but that? technical issues. Blake, I just want to make sure you can hear everybody before we move. Okay, Blake's oh, gone. Sorry, Blake's probably going to come back in a couple minutes, folks. That's fine. Me and Casey will carry on for the moment. Okay, so we're going to move on to the top story, which, uh, which actually just broke like less than an hour ago. Um, and it is this story from President Trump. I stand before you this morning to announce a very important and very beautiful, I think, development for our freedom and our freedom of speech. And that goes to all Americans. Today, in conjunction with the America First Policy Institute, I'm filing as the lead class representative a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter as well as their CEOs, Mark Zuckerberg, Sundar Pichai, and Jack Dorsey. Three real nice guys. I stand before. All right. So the president has decided that it is time, Casey Jones. Oh, there's TV's Blake Wally. Let's bring it back. Hi, Blake. Can you hear us now? I've been able to hear you the whole time. I don't know if uh, you guys have been able to hear me. And it looks like everybody says I'm frozen. Is it working now? You're unfrozen now. Oh, my goodness. You're unfrozen. I'm just imitating you. All right. Uh, So, guys, (laughs) I I am not a lawyer. But I do know enough to know that with a class action lawsuit, you need a a primary guy, somebody to back it, somebody to go forward, somebody to say, I have been harmed by the conduct of these people. The president undeniably has been harmed by the conduct of these people. He's the president of the United States, still the real one, and he's not allowed to speak in the public forum, basically. They've done everything they can to keep him from being allowed to communicate with the American people. I mean, the thing is, this battle should have been fought year one of his 
his administration, but you have all these Americans who, um, all these Americans who have, including me, including you, Casey, uh, including probably Blake, who have been censored and had their civil rights violated, their First Amendment rights violated by big tech companies. The class action lawsuit means that other people can join. And I believe there will be tens of millions of Americans who will be joining this suit. I'm on my fourth, fifth Twitter account, uh, multiple YouTube accounts, and uh, it's time to take these bastards down. And I'm kind of excited about this development. Casey, what say you? Um, I think this is great. And I think we now know why Trump has not started his own social media platform, because it looks like he just plans to take over these three, right? Uh, that's yeah. only thing that makes sense to me. And I saw someone say, you know, it'll take years to get through courts. Let's hope not, because if we get enough people on board, they will not be able to ignore this. So uh, I think it needs to be all over the place and make a bunch of noise for this, because I think it's a really good step for um, our First Amendment. So that's great. I was excited to hear it. Yeah, me too. Uh, and Blake, I guess... Um, you know, we all know how corrupt the court system is in this country. The Supreme Court, you know, we had to sit through Jim Acosta. Oh, well, no, all the courts have said there's no evidence. No, not a single court has said any such thing. They've refused to allow the evidence to be heard because they know it will show that the Chinese Communist Party, through their treason, treasonous intermediaries, the Democrat Party and the dominant corporate media, have basically staged a coup. So we have the same situation here, Robert Zem you know, points out, lawsuit doesn't mean anything if you get corrupt judges and you still have corrupt judges, the only thing that will matter is if the military gets rid of these people. But Blake, I, I think this is more, um, it, it, do you think this might be more for, for show? It's basically letting people know, hey, this is going on and these people are censoring speech that they don't like, and that's on America. I think it's more a public relations thing. I think it's a serious lawsuit. I, I think that that when it is finally heard, the judges will either be, I don't know, I'm just answering my own question. Blake, what do you, what do you think this means going forward? Do you think it'll amount to anything? I guess it, it could, depending on how they play it and what kind of court it takes place in. I know that uh, James O'Keefe for Project Veritas has successfully uh, moving forward with their lawsuit against Twitter. I'm not uh, a legal person by any means, but I think the, the key was to try to keep the, the amount low. That way it wouldn't get dragged out of New York State and into, say, California where Twitter and these big tech companies are because then they control the judges and they can just basically dismiss all these types of, types of things. So they can run out the clock. They can make this last a while. I'd love to see a big class action lawsuit. Uh, people certainly deserve it. We've lost a ton of people. The censorship is, you know, completely insane. I don't, you know, the, the Twitter is is no longer fun anymore. We've get shadow banned and and censored on on all of these platforms. We've had to find, you know, take your videos down, re-upload them on other channels. You know, doing other things. I can't find my website on the uh, the news feeds, so I don't know where my RSS feeds are. I mean, I've been under attack and playing these games for for ten years. Years and I'm, I'm tired of it. I just want to play on a level playing field and uh, I'm tired. So I, I hopefully that this will move forward and we'll just have to see, but it is a great announcement and certainly, uh, yeah, he would be the champion to, uh, to pull this off. He's got the lawyers, the money, the wherewithal, he knows the system and it's time to strike back and, and win one for America. Yeah. And, you know, again, here's what we, we know for a fact. If you have an honest judge and if you have an honest jury, this case is indisputable. 
the, the, the censorship of conservative voices, the silencing of political speech, all of this is anti-American. It's all against the Constitution. The civil rights of you and me and Casey and everybody else who's been censored by big tech have been violated. And these people need to pay a price. And the price should be the loss of their fortunes and the loss of their companies. These companies need to be considered the public square. And there needs to be no censorship unless, of course, you're specifically advocating for specific violence against specific people, which has happened. And also, by the way, fuck you, Hamas. You don't get to be on Twitter or Facebook or right. YouTube. So there's no question that if we get honest judges, now the next step is, is to start creating honest judges. That means getting rid of the dishonest ones. It means arresting them. It means making them pay the ultimate price and the price is ultimate for violating their oaths. I mean, judges swear that they will hang rather than violate their uh, their oath to the constitution and to the law. And yet they violate that all the time with impunity. So there's a lot out there. Um, I think that's the next step, but this is the beginning. And, and, you know, maybe hopefully this isn't one of those things, well, where it all gets just dismissed. And it's just, oh, it's another example to show people how corrupt the system is. We know the system is corrupt. It's time to start fixing the system. And that means getting rid of the people who are running things. By the way, I will volunteer to be a federal judge. No problem. I, I, I can, I can make judgments. I can judge as well as anybody. So uh, there we go. I think that's our that's our biggest story. Now, um, on on a couple of other notes with the erection frog issues that are going on. Uh, well, guess what? Um, it turns out that there are now going to be audits probably in other states. Recently, a Pennsylvania state senator came out yesterday and said uh, we need to audit Pennsylvania. And as it stands now, Nevada is coming up. Nevada is a state where they're now discussing an audit. So you've got Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Michigan and Wisconsin, where they're all talking about the possibility of auditing the vote. And of course, as we all know, if um, as we all know, if they do audit these states, Trump will be shown to be the winner. And then the question becomes, what do we do? next so as it stands now um I, I guess what i want to know guys is how excited on a scale of one to ten are you that these other audits are going forward and what do you think is going to be the ultimate outcome casey i'll start with you on a scale of one to ten i'm going full ten because i think it's super exciting uh just going to be more eyes really paying attention to this i mean you can't really dismiss it now i mean arizona and they were talking so badly about how that was going, which obviously they're just scared. Um, and now you can't dismiss it when it's gonna be all across these states. And um, it actually was state senator um, uh, from Pennsylvania. And they said, they're gonna start with one democratic county, which is Philadelphia. And then they're gonna do two Republican counties. And he said he will be, will have a majority vote in the favor of the audit. So, I mean, we have um, patriots still out there fighting for this and fighting for election integrity. I think that's so important, but the more, uh, the more that these states continue doing this, I think that um, eventually we'll get to the bottom of what happened and hopefully fix our election systems. Otherwise, we don't even have a country, as we say all the time. So we'll see. Yeah. But I think it's great. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, the Philadelphia County. Uh, well, I forget the name of the county. I don't think it's Philadelphia County, but something like that. That's obviously where the most corruption is. And um, and I think the other thing that's that's kind of important here in noticing is that's still all they're going to need once they show the degree of fraud in 
in Philadelphia, in that area, that's going to flip the state of Pennsylvania for Donald Trump right then. And Blake, what do you think happens after that? I guess they're going to have to uh, decertify the results. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. And then they're going to have to reapply what the new results are, which will show that Trump actually won. So therefore, they'll have to, I don't know, if they do a re do another inauguration, I guess it's never really happened before. But I mean, they can't go for, forward with certifying a results that was fraudulent. So it has to undo somehow. And it'll be great to see all these you know different states do it at the same time, which would be great because we're already halfway through the year already. So it's, it's now or never, I would assume. And with this, Arizona is really... Um, yeah, it's done so much already, even though they haven't made the official announcement yet. It's just where all these other states and these representatives came down and saw, you know, the gold standard and how, you know, an actual uh, forensic audit to, should, how it should take place. And they're doing it. And they want to do that because they've got listen to their constituents saying, you know, and we've got 55 percent of the of people even on a Rasmussen poll that are still questioning the results and think Trump won, that it was stolen. So they have every right to, uh, to to get to the bottom of that so we can ensure the election integrity going forward. Or as Casey says, we don't have a country. Yeah. It's um, just being stolen to the Chinese and they a puppet administration. Right, exactly, which is exactly actually the situation that we're that we're living in right now, Blake. And it's really um, it, it's really disgusting and, and sickening to watch. But I think that, um, you know, we have to decide on what the course of action is or somebody who's in authority. Once this is proven and it is proven, um, you know, When's somebody going to do something? That That's the big issue. I also want to remind everybody uh, that on yesterday's show, Jen said what she got um, yesterday morning was over the next nine days, a series of things were going to start happening that would probably please us. The first one, I think, is today. She said it would start today. That was the sense she got. Um, and that, it, you know, I think it's very interesting that President Trump is putting out this lawsuit because now this gives a voice to every American who's been uh, mistreated by these big tech corporations to fight back and strike back. We just needed somebody to lead us and we needed somebody to start this class action lawsuit. And now we can all join. And I guarantee you I am joining and I am going to love every effing freaking minute of this because this is going to be um th this needs to result in these people all going to jail so let's keep our eyes out and see what new information comes out in the next eight days so i think that that would count i would say jen nailed that one that counts as something pretty big happening the fact that we're now moving forward with this uh this class action lawsuit Definitely. casey you got, you got something casey you want to share there no yeah no oh, yeah. no I'm just letting All right. Um, in other news, and I think Casey and Blake probably intended to cover this uh, a, a bit later out of out of my segment. But uh, the Biden administration, specifically Jen Psaki, who was the daughter or granddaughter of a, uh, a Nazi a soldier that I forget the guy's name um, and comes from a Nazi background and has been photographed with a hammer and sickle on her cute little uh, little uh, hat there, her cute little beanie, uh, decided yesterday and said that they were going to go door to door to try to force or coerce people 
into becoming vaccinated. I saw this, of course, launched a bunch of memes. When the Biden administration comes door to door to get you vaccinated, you answer the door with your gun and your nope t-shirt. The door to door vaccine guy halfway through his first shift. I'm not going to let it last that long. He comes to my door. Yeah, we're going to we're going to duct tape him to a to a light pole somewhere and leave him there for two or three days. Uh, guys, I guess I, I guess what I'll do, Case, is turn this one over to you if you want to deal with this, uh, take the lead on this one, and just let people know that they are actually talking about going door to door. And trust me, if you resist or you give them a hard time, they're going to use that as an excuse to try to take your guns away from you too. Don't don't kid yourself. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it wasn't just Pisaki said it actually came out of Biden's mouth as well. And she just, uh, you know, reiterated that that's exactly what they said. I have a couple of questions here. My first one is, how do they know who has not been lollipopped if they don't have you on a list? Right. And we know that the census that came out a couple of years ago, I mean, then they kind of can match people's um you know, their names to to their list. So they kind of would know if they have a database of who's been lollipopped and they have that, and then they can cross reference it to the people who have not. So I think that's how they got the list. Um, and it's just like when you were, if you were out canvassing for a candidate, um, you have a list of the houses that are uh, Republican. So you would know to go to their house and obviously not a Democrat's house. So I think that's another way too, if they start showing it up at all the Republicans house. And, and by the way, if they do that, that is a crime as well, because that's your private medical information that nobody has a right to without your permission have access to. Well, you don't really think that they're gonna waste their time going to the people that they know already have gotten it. So they definitely have uh, access to that information. And um, it's it's really discerning or uh, disheartening to, to know that that's what the level that they've gone to because they didn't meet their quota that they wanted to on July 4th. So they're gonna start knocking on doors. Um, but I've seen a lot of really funny responses to this, people saying that they're just going to uh, show up naked holding their guns at the door and see how long the people wanna stand there for. Yeah. Um, yeah, look at these babies. I really? mean, it's not yeah. an exposure if you're literally inside your own private residence, right? So what are they going to do? And also, mm-hmm. luckily, um, I have two little yippy dogs who don't even let anyone get a word out when it comes to someone coming to the door. They just take over. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Close the door. So, uh, yeah, but I, I just really, I don't understand how they got this list. You're obviously on a list. And I think that, you know, those conspiracy theorists, People like us, you know, that said this a while ago that you're going to be on a list and you will be targeted if you choose not to do this. But again, you know, we're proven right. Here it is. And this is what we're doing. So, um, yeah, don't show up at my door. Yeah, I'll stick, I'll stick Barkley on. And between Barkley and, and the twins, uh, they're not really going to want to stand there for very long, I don't think. And uh, and and the Glock 42 probably would add to it. And, and you know, Robert Zen makes a good point here. Just waste their time for as long as possible. Wasting their time is the most valuable thing to do. And this brings up another point. Guys, something important to do. I'm on Twitter, uh, you know, under a secret account. You know, you may know who it is. Uh, it. it Another thing to do is on social media, if you can block or ban anybody who's advertising on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, do so because that's how they make their money. The more of us that block people that are advertising on you on, on Twitter, for instance, and I don't care if it's some company you like, like, you know, Jimmy John's or something, block everything. And that eventually will add up. The more of us that block uh, promoted tweets and for instance, the more it's going to hurt Twitter, and and that's what we've got to band together. And, I have one and last do. comment. One last comment I want to say. Um, yeah, have them there as long as possible. It's like the Jehovah's Witnesses coming to your door, right? I mean, but we're we're the ones that are in the cult, so go figure, right? They're the ones showing up at your door trying to convince you to do this, but we're the ones. It's us. So anyway. that's right. So Blake, you got any comments on this one? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I put up a little blurb on my site about that. And I have those uh, two videos from both uh, Pisaki and uh, Biden talking well, about that. And I think I'm just, let's, you know, let's run them. Oh, okay, I can just pop that. Yeah, why not? Why not? We'll see if this uh, will work. Sorry, kids. We're a little disorganized today. We should have talked this through, but Mike was late again. Getting no in. worries. Oh, All I heard right. it. Uh, oh. I don't know if this is uh, showing or not. Okay. Yeah, we do have it. Okay. Yeah, the whole door-to-door -door vaccine. We could try to run these just for people to get these short clips anyway. So here's uh, Jen Psaki yesterday with her announcement. Wow. Our healthcare settings and respond to hotspots. The president will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community by community door to door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need on how both safe and accessible the vaccine is. Two, a renewed emphasis on getting the vaccines to more primary care. But anyways, but I'm just kind of raising the point that uh, what happens to the people that aren't interested in participating in this experiment and cannot be persuading the uh, collective, the, the community that has already taken the jab. And then, of course, uh, we were talking before the show, I wonder if they'll, well, since they're there, they got these uh, government lackeys and have to get questions. Maybe they will ask, oh, do you, uh, you and people in your family have uh, firearms? Who knows? Who knows what happens if one of your kids opens the door and starts uh, talking because they trust the wrong people. But here's uh, Biden. A special focus on five ways to make gains in getting those of you who are unvaccinated vaccinated. Because here's the deal. We are continuing to wind down the mass vaccination sites that did so much in the spring to rapidly vaccinate those eager to get their first shot and their second shot for that matter if they need the second. Now we need to go to community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, and oftentimes door to door, literally knocking on doors to get help to the remaining people protected from the virus. Yeah, it's just it's breathtaking for something uh, that has like a 99 point... Uh, five or more percent chance of survival and they're going to go door to door with that kind of stuff it's 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 amazing that uh here we are and i will uh stop the screen here all right blake thanks and now there's um one other um story and again again this and this reminds me there was a movie called the american president it starred michael douglas it was in the 1990s where they tried to make michael douglas into some clinton type guy right and, and at the end, he starts giving his speech. He's like, you know, we've got to get the guns off the streets. All, all this crime, we've got to get the guns on the streets. I don't care if I have to go door to door, you know. And, and the thing about it, I remember very distinctly, it's like, that's fucking psychotic, okay? There's a guy there's a president stat talking about going door to door to get the guns off the streets. Now, what they were trying to, the context they were trying to create was, oh, well, he's just going to talk to people about why they should give their guns up. But it's like, no, that's not the plan. I mean, I that's been the plan for a long time. This is the perfect excuse because I think this will serve a dual or triple purpose, which is not only to force you to be vaccinated, it's to give them an excuse to arrest you and seize your guns. That's what this is all about. And it needs to be stopped immediately. And, and again, I think communities have to come together. If these people start showing up doing this, they do need to be grabbed and duct taped to a tree forever that's that's what we need to do for a long time so um yeah it's all just part of the propaganda machine okay guys there's one other story before i kick it over to casey um that i i find fascinating i don't know what it means yet but it's something that i think is important um 
The president of Haiti was murdered in an overnight attack. He was assassinated and a state of emergency declared. Uh, the president is Jovenel Moise. He was assassinated in the middle of the night in his home in what is described as a barbaric act. The Haitian government has declared a state of emergency. Uh, his wife was also shot, but she survived and is receiving medical attention. That doesn't mean she's going to survive. It just means that she survived the initial attack. As his interim prime minister, Claude Joseph, said in the televised remarks, after chairing a cabinet meeting that the government had declared a state of emergency amid confusion over who would take over the reins of the country. It says, my compatriot to remain calm because the situation is under control. The 53-year-old president's wife was also shot, and she's, yeah, okay, anyway. Um a group of unified, unidentified individuals, some of them speaking Spanish, maybe MS-13, attacked the private residence of the President of the Republic and thus fatally wounded the head of state. The United States has condemned condemned the attack and called it a horrific crime. I This is one of those times, guys, where I do wish Jen was here today because I don't know I don't know what this means. I just know it means something. Haiti is the the hub of child trafficking that went on during the by the Clinton Foundation during the Clinton administration and the Obama administrations. There was a big earthquake and 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 hurricanes there, and they took full advantage of that. Casey, do you have any thoughts or intuition? We're you know we can be intuitive here. My gut, it, my gut is that this is uh, a deep state assassination, obviously. And uh, the question is, who will replace this guy? Uh, maybe go to Blake first because I have a couple stories that might answer your question. So let's get Blake's. Blake's All right. Oh, okay. Blake, so just uh, just your thoughts. Um, you know, what do you do? You think it's a good thing or a bad thing, or what's going on? Neither. I, I did uh, see the story. It's just hard to say that that country is so corrupt and they've been ravaged by all kinds of uh, disasters and hurricanes. And yeah, with the with Clintons. And yeah, they're right. There has been a uh, child trafficking and all kinds of uh, nasty stuff there. So who knows who this guy is? I'm hearing it's hard to really say who's who's right and or if he's reaching for too much power. Um, it's just it, it's really a it's a controlled situation. I don't know who the puppet masters are, but obviously they, they got rid of this guy. And um, I hope I can just wish all the best for Haiti, but that is a very, very tough situation and a humanitarian disaster. So I hope they uh, figure something out and get the uh, the right person in. That's all. all right, Casey, tell you what, let's uh, throw it to you for the corner and you, you fill us in on what you think uh, is going on here. All right, so this morning when I saw this, I immediately started to uh, go and see what I can find. Um, and if you can see this article here, um, it came out in February 2nd of 2017. And it says, Haiti's uh, incoming president foresees personal bond with Trump. Um, now, this uh, article goes on to say that he doesn't have any, he only stepped in uh, for business reasons, has no previous experience in public office. He was a successful banana exporter and helped create a regional power company and ran a water distribution plant, among other things. So he has a lot of ties to their infrastructure, it sounds like. Um, he says that President Trump and I are entrepreneurs and all entrepreneurs want is results. Um, so this just goes on. It says uh, the Haitian businessman, 48, faces, this was obviously in 2017, faces lingering suspicions related to his financial dealings. Uh, late last month, he spent four hours in a closed Port-au-Prince courtroom answering questions about uh, purported money laundering, which uh, we know that this this whole country is full of, um, full of, uh, full of crime here. So... Uh, it's just interesting that this is this is going around this way and he was you know they're trying to tie him with trump and he says we have to work together 
Um, but I'm going to show you this article, which is more interesting to there. Um, Haiti hires Clinton linked PR firm to soften image in Washington. Now, this is the next year in March 11th of 2018. Um, now, it looks like the government of Haiti so cash strapped that its teachers are going unpaid has retained a high powered top dollar international PR firm with ties to former member of Hillary Clinton's staff to boost the country's image in Washington. Um, they're saying that this uh, public affairs has raised uncomfortable questions on the island about the use of limited resources amid a reported budget deficit and custom strike that's paralyzed the country in recent weeks. We know that they have um, a ton of problems over there. This guy's asking what uh, PR for what? Who handled this woman who handled international relations for opposition presidential candidate? This guy. Um, instead of spending money on public relations in the United States, why not spend the money so teachers can get paid, um, roads and schools and infrastructures? But down here, this is what kind of caught my eye. Mercury, also this woman who's speaking, also would not speak on the record, granted anonymity. An official at the firm said the president, uh, the president's government wants to demonstrate to Washington and potential international investors that Haiti's story is more than the poverty and disaster that dominates news coverage of the Caribbean nation. Um, uh, Moise, that's how you say his name, whose government declared this month that all transactions now must be done in Haiti's national currency, the gourd, this looks like gourd, uh, the gourd. not the U.S. dollar, as has been customarily and is also looking to boost tourism and its private sector. So uh, is it because that they are not going on the US dollar? We're seeing a lot of countries that are switching from the dollar and want to use their own currency, and it's causing a lot of backlash. And I think that with this whole um, financial reset that they're talking about, I'm wondering if it's because because of this. It was a couple of years ago, but if they're just starting to um, to, to get away from the US dollar, why not take out the guy who um, who is kind of in charge of this, who's the head of this? Yeah, yeah, Casey, that 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 is critical. I think you nailed it right there because we are very near this financial reset. And the question is, is it going to be the positive global reset or is it going to be the great reset, which is going to be a disaster for the human race? That's the question. But I think you know, I did not know this about uh, about this uh, about Mr. Moise. Um, and, and that is really significant because that movement towards using their own national currency, what's supposed to happen is the currencies will become much more equitable in, in mm -hmm. value, which means the people of Haiti would then become more prosperous. And it's movement away from the U.S. dollar, the, the international petrodollar uh, would be a, would be the reason why he was assassinated. But again, if that's the case, it's very disturbing because, again, it shows that, you know, patriots are not in charge at all if if yeah. people like this that are trying to do good for their own their own countries are are so easily picked off yeah and and then one other note um i believe is in this article or the, the last one or maybe it's in the five i read this morning about this um that he actually was supposed to go out of office um in february of 2021 and he refused to leave office um and he also i guess took control of he, he created a central intelligence agency for them um there in haiti under his command and uh handpicked all the people and so um the opposition was saying that this is a huge uh huge power grab and so maybe that's another reason why they wanted him out but the dollar thing stuck out to me because we're seeing yep. so much of this so i kind of well, wanted I, to bring I, that that's a good eye especially given this summer's environment where we seem really really close to some sort of major financial changes so good good catch most definitely most definitely. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and continue on with uh, with my stories that I have here. Um, so for coming from the Gateway Pundit, more than 5,000 woke teachers sign a pledge to teach CRT regardless of the law. So we know that um, it looks about 20 states have um, have passed uh, the law, blah, blah, blah. laws banning the instruction of critical race 
and public schools have passed more than 20 states, so they're banned. Um, but this is a letter that these people wrote. Uh, it's from this the Zen Education Project, um, which apparently there is a textbook, which is disguised, you know, a left wing pamphlet disguised as a textbook that's made its way into history classes across the country uh, from this organization. Um, but down, I got to find where it says this letter that these people wrote. Uh, uh, it's right here. It says, okay, so this is a pledge. It says, now the ZEP is circulating a pledge to teach the truth, which identifies left-wing methods of analyzing the critical race theory as truth, um, which, of course, we know that it's just a bunch of bull, and all educators refuse to be bullied into compliance with these laws. So they are still pledging, regardless of what the laws are in these 20 states to ban this they're going to do it. So this is a pledge that says two state legislators from your name. We, the undersigned educators, refuse to lie to young people about U.S. history and current events regardless of law. So, so far, according to the uh, Zen Education Project, the pledge has been signed by more than 5,000 educators in all 50 states. I'm sure most of them are in California. And many of the signees were more than happy to provide their reasons for signing. Needless to say, some of them were quite shocking. I have to read you how messed up these teachers are. So one wrote, how can we teach future generations to disrupt systems if we're not willing to speak the truth about the systems? So this just to me shows that they are raising a whole uh, generation of, uh, of propagandists and activists is what they're trying to do, right? They want them to disrupt the system. How are we gonna teach them about that? Justice and liberation for students. Um, Okay. Uh, perhaps the most uh, arrogant of all comments was written by one who contended teachers have the right to teach the subject to their best of their ability without interference from lawmakers who know nothing about professional education. Now, if I'm correct, uh, that's how you get paid, right? Uh, our tax dollars are paying you. So I think that we have a, we should be interfering. We have a huge responsibility uh, to pay attention to what they're actually teaching our kids so it's just uh, unbelievable that there are 5,000 teachers. I think that they should all be fired. And I think that uh, the state should find out who they are. And, um, and you know, we obviously know that a lot of parents are standing up to their school boards, but I think that we should know the names of these 5,000 teachers. And I wanna know if there's any in my school district, because I'm gonna tell you, I pretty much know that there are a couple. So um, just ridiculous on that one. This one you're gonna love. Superhero lollipop based on Olympic athlete DNA could provide body-wide genetic upgrade. Who's in for this one? Who wants this one? So Stanford professor says treatment would offer long-term protection against heart disease, which is strangely enough what this uh, CV lollipop seems to be causing, Alzheimer's and other health conditions. So a groundbreaking superhero vaccine inspired by the DNA code of Olympic athletes. I don't want any DNA code of the Olympic athletes that cannot um, stand for the flag. So that should be taken out. Um, it could help transform society over the decade. It would provide lifelong protection against three of the top 10 leading causes of death. Um, why did I, why does it have to come? From, I, I just, I just don't understand. First of all, Stanford, uh, why does it have to come from Olympic athletes? I mean, do they just pull all their DNA? Well, obviously they did. And um, they want to, uh, to inject you with it. And yeah, if breakthroughs and gene research. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, got I got something to say about this, Casey. Go I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna step in here and and sort of just take over. This this kind of stuff is how you end up with this. Okay, it's how you end up with Kahneman saying this is how you end up with genetics wars. This is part of the demonic agenda. Make no mistake, they want to make a genetically superior, far more aggressive version of the human race to wipe out the rest of us that they consider weak. This is right out of Star Trek and man, is it scary.
Uh, yeah, and it says on here the uh, lollipop would be a minister to those in serious clinical need because those are the ones we want to test on, right? The people have already uh, bad immune systems before being rolled into the wider population, including children. Clinical trials of individual components are expected to begin by 2026. So that's just a few years away. Uh, the combination lollipop to become available within 10 to 15 years. So um, they're just going to roll it all into one and, and stick you with it. So I'm wondering if maybe this going door to door, trying to get people comfortable with taking this uh, lollipop uh, for the uh, Cervasa virus or the bat virus um, is just a test for when they want to go ahead and roll this out. Um, it is, yeah. their yeah. trials in and, 2026. And trust me, Casey, uh, in, in secret, they've already been doing this. They've already been doing this for probably 20, 25 years. So uh, this is this is scary stuff, although maybe we're going to need the genetic Superman to fight off the devil dogs. I don't know. <laughs> even know but i was like are we serious i was like what are we doing here this is just unbelievable all right i have two quick ones and i'll pass over to blake real fast here um so we have another person charged in the u.s capitol protest um and it looks like it's an oath keeper so an oath keeper was charged a conspiracy which we know it's definitely not um oath keeper was charged on tuesday became the latest member of the right-wing group charged with conspiracy for alleged role in the attack on the u.s capitol as more than 535 people have now been arrested for joining in the deadly violence, which by the way, down here, they say five people, including a Capitol police officer died in the violence. You know, that's not true. Um, so he, uh, yeah, he's, he's being charged now and that's going to be two. So we've seen two, two people charged with, um, with this crime. And I think that's, uh, we're going to keep seeing more. They're going to demonize the Oath Keepers, three percenters. That's just what they've been doing. But this is the funniest part uh, here coming from vice so it's vice if it'll load for me there we go so so angry reporters who survived the capitol riot are still struggling so apparently they've got ptsd and um the reporters oh, who survived the insurrection are still covering congress but things don't feel normal uh so it's uh, the congressional reporting veteran was in the house gallery when the colleague texted him that the capitol's exterior security fence had been overrun as soon as he stepped into the hallway heard the roar of the crowd as they warned the police officers trying to protect the capitol uh yeah he is he's having some serious ptsd basically is what vice is saying and that they're having a hard time working in the capital after all this happened um but it's funny because the last article that i just showed you this oath keepers one mentioned mm -hmm. that um the shaman guy and of course they use him as the very first uh picture when it comes up to anything with the uh the capital that is the first thing that they show is this this crazy guy so yeah you know PTSD. let's not talk about our bad or anything but Reporters yeah. Oh, yeah. PTSD for the poor reporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and um, again, I assume, Blake, you're going to have something to say about this. Facebook is now going to ban anyone yeah. who is even charged, not convicted, but just charged yeah. with participating in the January 6th Capitol riot banned before a trial. Yeah. And again, if this doesn't tell you why President Trump needs to file this lawsuit and why we need to all get in on it. I don't know what does Blake. Thank you, Casey, for the corner. Excellent job as always, Blake. I'm gonna turn it over to you on this one. Let's talk about this yeah. Facebook ban thing a little bit here, okay? That's, yeah, that's, 
We'll see. It's just totally mind blowing. Um, I'm just I can't believe the vice, how far they've fallen. This guy needs to get a, a new profession. I did see that. I'm glad you pulled that up because I did see they they put up a thread and oh, there's they have PTSD. How could that was like one of the most exciting events in like, a, a time of a lifetime? And people do like war correspondence. There's like real journal. Like, what are you in this profession for? Exactly. Yeah. I, I I can't. I mean, look. Who is you it? can say you can say whatever you want about Geraldo, right? And he is a dickwad, yeah. and he is he is a, a tool uh, of the deep state to a certain extent. I don't think he's I don't think he's a conscious tool of the deep state. I just think he's stupid. But the guy went to Afghanistan and got shot at. Okay, and, and these people at the Capitol, right? They have PTSD because they reported on a bunch of people chanting and singing and walking into the Capitol after they were let in by the Capitol police. Let's release all the security cam footage. We will see what a stage setup this is. This is just nuts. And Blake, by the way, aren't you aren't you likely to be banned now? uh from facebook since you were there if they find out you were there it's you might hard. be in big trouble it's hard to say you know I, I think about that but i mean i wasn't actually inside the building i was outside of it you know gathering footage and i was you know a, a late arrival so i was filming all the people like marching towards the thing so i had no idea that what was going on up in the front lines where they were being let in and all that so i didn't get to see any of that stuff but it's surprising because so many things that are, are look staged and there's just more evidence every single day that uh this isn't what we thought it was and they've lied about so much of the information about or you know brian sicknick or the way that they tried to stage this is like a like an armed insurrection which would wasn't and i don't know who they're uh, i didn't know which oath keeper got uh, in trouble um i've stuart rhodes is under fire being called like an fbi informant and all that stuff he was not there i think he lives in idaho or montana or something they're trying to you know demonize him as some kind of a mastermind of this tech i don't know which oath keepers have been taken down it's just strange and i don't know who to trust anymore or what's going on i always thought he was an honorable guy and they're they're trying to just smear anybody who's good and just make everybody sound like a bunch of just crazy radical insurrectionists trying to throw this, this great country for the progressives so it's uh up is down down is up i don't know what to think but uh i, I am worried and they get this the q shaman guy let me let me put the uh share screen on because i do have a uh story about that and then casey has also a video that you put down the other day oh, okay so here's out of the gateway pun here is this uh we live here okay cool so the judge denied the release of the uh, the q shaman guy <laughs> this is the one mm -hmm. and he's been in jail for several months with no trial date this is not america so we don't, he doesn't even know when he, I don't know if he's been charged with anything. Um, and how do they allow to just keep these people in a dungeon for like 20 hours a day? He's got a chance to get bail. He doesn't know what's going on. And he is slowly, I mean, he looks like he was already kind of had some mental health issues uh, in the beginning, but of course it's got to be, it's declining uh, more. And uh, yeah, I mean, how, how is it that you don't even know what time the, the date of your trial is they should release him and let him go, go home this uh this, this 
old guy uh, Reagan appointee judge that they have where they're trying to make an example of all these guys. He said that he's a flight risk and denied his motion release pending trial, which uh, is, is the correct procedure here. So they are really going after these guys. And um, Casey, I know you threw a video. I actually wrote a little blog about it. This video has been uh, removed from uh, YouTube and Rumble, I guess. I thought it was a pretty interesting uh, piece. They, they show this whole production here. It's where, where the, the whole shooting of, of Ashley Babbitt went down. I don't think show this video, but you guys should go check this one out on uh, the next level news and uh, see it looks like looks like there's a whole big you know production going into the whole shooting and all the people that were around it we saw all the photographers were there uh, people letting people in I mean there's so many problems with this and it looks like a big Hollywood stunt scene um, with, with Ashley Babbitt so I don't really I don't want to speculate well, well it was staged. What, uh, it, it was stage Blake yeah. and and that guy that Antifa guy what's his name I want to say Smith that sold his. Uh, oh, yeah, John I'm sorry. Yeah, John Sullivan. Sullivan, uh, you know, he was the cameraman. Yeah, he was the director of photography for that one. Yep. Yeah, it looks like he was just he was just one of them. But yeah, he got paid a bunch of money, and he was sitting there with the uh, the CNN correspondent there too. And uh, yeah, speaking of that, there's they're saying that uh, Gateway Pundit did another article that it might have been Mike Bird. We don't know, but then we're looking at this. When you when you see this video, if you guys go check that out, it's even more unclear. It just gets more and more bizarre you know, as we I, uh, dig into that case. The thing is, Blake, not to be not to be a skeptic here, but I mean, it does seem to me that she's dead. Um, her husband's convinced she's dead. Um, in these chaotic situations. You know, there's a lot of people that think that there was something nefarious in the murder of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Or Robert F. Kennedy, rather. It was, it, it, you know, look, it was a, it was crowded. There were a million people around and some crack guy, crackpot, Sirhan Sirhan, comes out of nowhere and starts shooting bullets all over the place. And there's all these, oh, well, there's nine bullet holes, not eight, and all this stuff. But, I mean, look, the bottom line is people, people saw Sirhan Sirhan walk up when he turned his back and shoot him in the back of the head and, and shoot him multiple times. And, and I don't know, I just, I'm willing to talk about these things, but I don't want to be some sort of, you know, Jim Fetzer kind of nutbag where it's like, Oh, nobody got shot. It was all, you know, it was all dummies. And that's not really Ashley Babbitt. It's a woman with a rubber mask on and they use directed energy <laughs> weapons to take down, pick down building number seven. I, I don't want to go there because I mean, Sometimes it just is what it is. And and I, I think that when we have these fog of war situations like the Ashley Babbitt murder was, there's a lot of confusion in the video. And God, sometimes we can really overthink things. I'm not saying back off. I'm saying fine, go ahead and investigate. But for me personally, I think it's pretty clear she was she was murdered by a Capitol policeman. Yeah. She may have yeah, been murdered, but well it could have been it could have been staged to make it look like something. The way the glass broke, and there's a lot of things in that video that make you go, hmm. So Definitely worth a watch just to even, you know, just to just to pay attention. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it and maybe I'll change my mind. But right right now, I'm inclined to think that Sirhan Sirhan killed Bobby Kennedy and that uh, this guy, Bailey or what's his other, other name? Tyler or somebody. Bird. What was Bird. Bird. One of those two people yeah. killed um, 
killed Ashley Babbitt, although Jen says neither. So we shall see what happens. Yeah, could have been staged. We never did see the guy's face. The third shooter. Right. Okay, Blake, you got any more? Yeah, I can throw a few more in there. Some uh, bounce around. Okay, let's see what else do I have. Is this uh, rolling? Okay, we've got on the uh, audit updates. I don't know if we covered this already. Yeah, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania all hold enough electoral votes to uh, switch the election. But there was a couple other points I wanted to make why the corrupt Democrats are screaming and freaking out. So yeah, just one. So we have what looks like Pennsylvania may be uh, joining here underway or delaying Michigan. Georgia could be started. Hopefully it all comes down soon. High level results of Maricopa County never added up. We just got another gateway pundit. They're just cats. Yeah. Today, they got all kinds of good stories mm -hmm. from everybody just showing all the data. I don't know if I want to dig into too much of well, that. Yeah, like, hang we'll on. Cover that more tomorrow. I, yeah. I, have something, I have something on that, uh, too, that, you know, some people have been saying in chat that Pennsylvania has ordered a forensic, full forensic audit. Let me just do a quick screen share here. That's, that's not exactly the case. I want to be, I want to be clear, guys. Yeah. Uh, there, there is a, um, there is absolutely a, um, a senator, a state senator named Doug Master Antonio, 33rd Senatorial District, who, who did say why I'm initiating a forensic investigation of the 2020 election. He put out a letter. It's very detailed. And what's happened is, is he started the legal process. They have not yet committed to do a forensic audit, but this is a required first step. And he get, makes a very strong case in there uh, about the fact that there's just so many things wrong. And, you know, he has the usual platitudes about, oh, we just need to make sure that everything is, you know, everything's really on the up and up so people can have, can have faith in our election systems. Well, I got... I got news for you, Senator. Nobody has faith in the system because we all know it was fixed. And, and there is an auditthevotepa.com website I wanted to point people to. So if you do live in Pennsylvania, you can go there. You can sign up. They're creating a petition. It's not a binding petition, but it's it's kind of a demand for lawmakers to uh, to do a full forensic audit along the lines of Arizona's audit, and you can make contributions, and you can even buy merchandise there. So I'm getting no kickback on that. So I would say uh, to people, absolutely go to audittheVotePA.com and sign up and show your support if you're if you live in Pennsylvania, or even if you don't live in Pennsylvania, you can always contribute. So that that is something that's happening it's not a forensic audit yet but it is uh possibly coming guys it looks like it's coming yeah it looks like we got a, a senator up there with some balls and they'll go underway at some point I, yeah it's gonna be a battle so but it's already uh yeah pushing july already so it's time to uh for these guys to start rolling with all of this oh my did i boot this off i don't know if i've got too much more um, I'll play a quick video just from, uh, looks like, uh, Kenny Hobbs here in, uh, Maricopa County saying that the, uh, there's a breach of election registration, sir, in early November and, uh, Katie Hobbs knew about it. So they've been trying to, you know, subpoena, get all these, uh, routers, passwords, all of that stuff. And they knew that there was a security breach, but they never admitted it. So they've kept it hidden. We'll see why. There's, uh, I'll just play a minute of this uh, video here from uh, Steve Bannon talking here. Let's roll this 
quick. This is breaking news. Give us that again. Breaking news. There was a security breach of the voter registration servers in Arizona on November 3rd. Secretary has known about this. They have hit it. They have not revealed it to the American people. Maricopa County has also known about it. You're saying Katie Hobbs is on as a contributor, MSNBC and CNN. You're saying she actually knew this breach happened and never came forward and told anybody? That's absolutely correct. We know this because we now have learned that voters in Arizona actually received some notification individually um, that some of their data had been breached, but they've hidden it from the rest of us. When are you going to put forward the evidence on this, Matt? Because uh, you guys, you're, you're a guy that always puts forth your evidence, your data. When are you going to put forth your evidence for this charge? Pretty big charge. We are working on it. We just found about it. Yeah. So maybe are things uh, moving slowly but surely? Yeah. And you so know, Blake, we, uh, um, catch up. Yeah, uh, Blake, that I've been meaning to get to this story for a couple days. That's really important because here's the thing. Again, if they they well, they have the proof. Obviously, we know it's true that they there was a security breach. The machines were accessed. Votes were changed. Katie Hobbs covered it up. They now have her dead to rights. So it's so if this person is arrested and indicted for her part in a, a voter fraud conspiracy combined with the results that Trump actually won the state. It really can be a domino fall or a crack in the dam and break this thing wide open. If you start arresting government officials, if you start arresting government officials that participated in this coup, this theft of the American election on the behalf of the Chinese Communist Party, wow, that's when things could really start. The ball could really start rolling if that happens in the next, oh, I don't know, nine days. And um, and we could really have something going then. We really could start some momentum. So good, good call. Thank you for bringing that one up. But I, I dropped the ball on that, Blake. Good job. Yeah, no okay. All right, cool. I think that's uh, all right. Well, thank you, Blake. Kind of save a couple for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, if you got other stories, save a few of them for tomorrow for Deep Thought Thursday. Okay, we got 218 people in the uh, live stream right now. Let's see where all the momentum's coming here. Oh, Mike Barrett, too, is on top at 113. 66 on Mike Barrett, 3. Peelback Report 2 has 29. Come on, you folks. You got to get over there and get subscribed to Peelback Report 2. Uh, you got to get in there. Only and we subscribe. have subscribe. It's going to be lonely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, subscribe and and Blake Wally on YouTube. You got to subscribe to that. Uh, I, you guys probably can't see what I'm reading off of. I wish you could. Uh, Real News Live Team has our first two people watching on that channel. Yay! All right, we still have zero on Facebook on Real News Live Team. We got to get that going. We have zero on Real News Live Team on some other platform. Uh, and we have one on Twitch on Real News Live. So Twitch still hanging in there. All right, you guys, way to go out there on Twitch. Okay, so 213 people now in the live stream. I want to remind everybody that uh, when the show is over, it will be immediately downloaded and archived and taken off of YouTube because of the incredible censorship that we're all facing. But you can always go to mikebarrett.blogspot.com and find yesterday's show or other shows. You've got links here to Simon Park's latest, which was kind of Kind of interesting, but not a lot of information because Simon can't really say anything. Don't forget also you can go to the Next Level News TV's Blake Wally's site and you can pick up all the latest episodes and updates and podcasts. You can download the podcast. So you can listen to this show as if it were a radio broadcast, which really, Casey and Blake, we really are doing radio here. That's why we're so successful at the Real News uh, 
at uh, the next level news. And don't forget again, you can go to Odyssey, create an Odyssey account. I think that they are having some issues at Odyssey, but go to odyssey.com, open up an account, go to Mike Barrett official, sign up and follow me. And let's get a thousand people so we can stream directly to odyssey.com. And thank you, Casey Jones. Once again, Casey Jones has got our Rumble going. It's real news live over on Rumble. She had a few issues with yesterday's file, but today, Casey, I'm going to be sending you the show file. So absolutely um, go to the Real News Live channel on Rumble. Casey's going to take care of that for us. We really appreciate that, Casey. That's kind of a pain in the butt. But go ahead and do that. We have 328 subscribers there. Hopefully, we'll get some more soon. And last but not absolutely not least, do not forget to go and patronize the ungovernedtshirtcompany.com, ungovernedtees.com, where you can get all kinds of cool gear like baseball caps. You can get the logo beanie. You can get the Tweedledum t-shirt. You can get the stickers. It's a pandemic, stupid. You can get the Child Lives Matter t-shirt. You can get the mugs, the stickers, the Fake News Creates Fear t-shirt, one of Casey Jones' favorites there. You can get the socks. You can get the patches. You can get the trader T-shirt. You can get the little Missy solve the problem uh, thing. You can get MAGA long sleeve and short sleeve T-shirts. Obama Gate. It's not too late for Obama Gate. Please, 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 go patronize our wonderful sponsors, the Ungoverned T-shirt Company.com, of whom I'm not wearing their T-shirt today. I'm wearing the police, but Casey Jones is wearing the Child Lives Matter shirt. Case, show it off there. There you go. Child Lives Matter. TV's Blake Wally is show uh, wearing the fake news creates fear white. T-shirt. White's not your color, Blake. Let's switch to something else. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing you. Un the ungoverned t-shirt company.com, ungovernedtees.com, true patriot gear for true patriots. And please do not forget that if you would like to send me some love, you can go to paypal.me slash Mike Barra or Venmo at Mike Dash Barra. You can also send some love to Casey Jones through the Peelback Report, paypal.me slash Peelback Report and TV's Blake Wally. It's paypal.me slash Blake Wally. And also don't forget his site, the next level news.com site. So that's the promotions for today. Um, uh, did I have something more to say about that? I did. I'm I was going to say everybody looks good in white, but then I was like, does that sound racist? So Yeah, that's not true. I, I look much better in darker, darker colors. Uh, black, dark blue, uh, reds, red, deep reds and browns. I don't look good in white at all. I just never have. And so that's why I've never gone to one of those white parties. You know, you used to have those in Hollywood where everybody dresses in white. Yeah, never gone, never been there. Oh, Probably some weird satanic ritual involved anyway. And uh, I just, white, nah, I just, just ain't going to look good in white. It's not going to happen. So it's because of my coloring, and I'm surprised you look good in white. No, I, I just really ever wear right, white because I'm such a hot mess. I'm always, like, spilling something or staining it. So oh, just do it for now. <laughs> so, um, uh, okay, uh, there was one other thing. Yeah, and what I wanted to say, guys, is uh, Jen also has her new class uh, up now. It's posted on jenniferfalla.com. So you can go to jenniferfalla.com and pick up the last interdimensional meditation class, which she has just posted there. It's, what's the title, Mike? It's, it's what is it? She just, she just told me. She just told me. What is it? I'm looking. Hang on. It is uh, Exploration. The exploration, the finale, the classes, remote viewing my way, the projection of consciousness or soul travel in this dimension, time period, and to others. 
That's going to be on August 9th. You can sign up for it. Uh, I know there's a few folks out there who have signed up already. I haven't gotten to you yet, but I did get that you signed up. I appreciate it. I'm going to get the list started today as soon as the show is over. Okay, guys, let's go to the phones and see what everybody wants to talk about in the chat today, if much of anything. Rosemary Limo says she subscribed to all of them. Rosemary, you are a good person. Absolutely. Um, Lynn says, thank you. Okay. Uh, that's good. That's good. Um, keep your powder dry. Yeah. Oh, people complimenting each other. White and red look good on me. And Brooke says, you look beautiful, Laura. So that's really sweet. Um, what did you think? Uh, oh, the phones. Yeah. Well, that's what Art Bell used to say. Back in the old days, Art Bell, you know, you would get, you would talk to the guest and then the last segment, you would go to the phones. <clears throat> so that's kind of where I got that from. Um, what did you think of the must watch by Mr. Dez that was on Charlie Ward? I don't know who Mr. Dez is. That's interesting. Did, uh, Casey, you didn't see it, but Blake, what did you, what did you think of that must watch thing that, uh, that that Simon put up there. I, I you know, he basically was just talking about how everybody needs to get behind the president and copy my video and send it to the president and all this stuff. I'm like, really? Um, and it just talked about what's going to happen and how all the bad guys are going to go down. What'd you think? Blake. It looks like he's thinking. <laughs> Blake. I think we lost Blake. All right. Uh, well, okay. We'll just let Blake free. Yeah, Blake's gone. All right, guys. I think um, I think we're going to call it a day. I've been kind of watching the uh, chat over here. Uh, I thought it was kind of an interesting video, but it was very repetitive. And um, and the guy's just saying all the normal Q stuff that uh, – or oops, sorry, 17 stuff. Um Mike, what is your opinion on contact ease? Are you familiar with Elena Dannon? No, I'm not familiar with Elena D Dannon or Danan. Um, I'm familiar with Khan Noonien Singh, but uh, that's not the same thing. Some of my best friends are contactees. Tom Reed, uh, Travis Walton, people I really like. Well, I don't know if Travis is my best friend, but I really like Travis a lot, and we have a great time when we're together. And uh, coming up in October, I'm going to be doing shows at uh, in Sholo. I'm going to be doing Disclosure Con 2 in Arizona up on the mountaintop. And I'm going to be doing Tom Reed's gig in Florida, I believe, in, so in, in, uh, in October as well. I just committed to that, although they don't they don't necessarily have it set up yet, and Travis will be there. So, uh, you know, I mean, look, there are probably three very extraordinary abduction contactee stories out there. Um, well, maybe four, but the, the best one, Travis Walton is the best documented. Tom Reed is very, very well documented at second. Uh, Whitley Strebers is, of course, very compelling. You have the... Uh, the the sheriff uh, Shermer abduction in nebraska which is really extraordinary case really scary and uh and of course you have um you have the pascagoula case which i think is very very significant and ultimately very very weird so uh come to mount shasta in august i have not been invited victoria but i would be i would be glad to uh elena aligns with corey goods info okay i don't know her Paladin Aurora. Thank you. Anyway. Okay, guys. Uh, that's an hour. We got it packed in here. I'm going to go watch England play um, Denmark 
in uh, in the Euros, 2020 Euros, played in 2021. Any final thoughts before we head out for the day? Casey Jones. I just have one final share that I want to do because it's so cool and we were kind of on a roll with seeing this around. Did you guys see this? Looks like the big Trump one sign was displayed at the San Diego Padres game in San Diego. So, yay. So it's probably I wonder if it's the same guy who was banned from Major League Ballparks or somebody else. It's like, ban me from Major League Ballparks? Okay, I'll shave my beard, put on a hat. You'll never fucking know it's me. And I'll go to any ball game I want and unfurl my Trump one banner. So that's, uh, awesome. that's right. So I thought that was cool. Way to go, San Diego. There are still some Patriots in the house. So that is that is cool. And we need, you know, again, Epstein didn't kill himself as a cultural meme. Trump won is becoming a cultural meme if it's not already. And we need to get it over the finish line if it's not, because the, Trump did win. Okay. TV's Blake Wally. Any final thoughts before we head out for the day? On television, I do, I do not. I just my internet is working better tomorrow, and we'll uh, Me too. forward to uh, Deep Thought Thursday. Yeah. Me too. But you got, we got through it, Blake. You know, we we know that you don't <laughs> yeah. have the best internet there. We should take up we should take up a fund <laughs> to get you a little bit of money to upgrade your internet. Can you even can you upgrade your internet there? Is it is it a thing that can be done? Can we get you a better internet connection? No, I'm in this kind of weird location and kind of a commercial type of address. It's a long story, but I, I'm unable to do that at this moment. But uh, hopefully soon. You're making it work. We appreciate it. That sucks. I, yeah. I, I think it would be extraordinary if Denmark won. However, I got to say I am rooting for England. Uh, although I'm, I think both teams are great. So I'm not really rooting for one over the other, I guess, now that I think about it. Okay, that's it. That is Tell the Truth Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for being here. Remember, this is going to be pulled down off YouTube within minutes as soon as the show is over. And then I'm going to get a file to Casey. So it'll go to the Rumble. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get it up on Odyssey. I think what I'll do, Case, is um, I'll start updating... Uh, the blogspot post for people to watch it later with both Odyssey and Rumble. It's just that I'm able to get it up on onto Odyssey very quickly so people don't have that gap of hours in between. So we'll take care of that. We'll be back tomorrow for Deep Thought Thursday for Casey Jones in San Diego and for TV's Blake Wally somewhere east of California. Thanks for being here. And remember, always tell the truth.